Welcome to Small Talks. We're having small talks about a big God. I'm Crystal. Let's talk. Have you ever lost something? I'm sure you have. Maybe you lost your keys, your cell phone, your wallet, jewelry, your homework, or your parked car. That's the worst. And I can guess how you were feeling when you lost those things. Pretty miserable, right? And I'm sure you didn't sit on your bottom and wait for it to magically appear. Probably flipped your room upside down. You aggressively started looking for what you lost. I remember when I lost my car keys to my rental car. Yes, (laughs) my rental car. I was on a trip attending a conference in Atlanta, Georgia, and I searched for those keys everywhere. I tracked my steps. I asked the conference center for their lost and found. I even enlisted some friends to help me look. We all gave our best efforts to find those keys to that borrowed car. I say all that to say that if we are so passionate to find the things that we lose in life, how much more passionate do you think Jesus is about the loss and when we stray away? Luke 19.10 says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to say that which was lost. Now, don't pass by that word seek. I think we all know that Jesus came to save us, but how often do we think about him coming to seek the lost? That word seek speaks to the pursuit Christ has for us. He doesn't just wait around hoping we'll come to him. No, he draws us near. He goes looking for us. In Ezekiel 34, you get to see a beautiful picture of God's relentless pursuit of his children. In this chapter, God sent word to Ezekiel to prophesy against the shepherds because they were not doing a good job caring for the people whom the Lord refers to as sheep. God says in verse 6, my sheep wandered all over the mountains and every high hill. They were scattered over the whole earth and no one searched or looked for them. And verse 11 says, for this is what the sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. Can we just praise God that he loves us so much that he himself would get dirty and find us in our pits and come and rescue us? David said in Psalm 40 verse 2, he brought me out of the pit of destruction out of the miry clay and he set my feet upon a rock making my footsteps firm the truth of the matter is that we all found ourselves lost in the pit and Jesus himself came down in that pit and pulled us out see if Buddha would have walked past that pit he would have just said do good things and karma will get you out of that pit if Muhammad would have walked past that pit he would have just said try praying to Allah and see if he will grant you mercy and if an atheist would have walked past that pit he would deny that you were in a pit and that you were stuck but we have a God who loves us so much that he didn't mind getting dirty finding us in our mess so that we can be rescued Billy Graham explains it best. He says that all religions have one thing in common. They all are searching for God. He says, but Christianity is different. Instead of us searching for God, God is searching for us. Instead of us reaching up to God, God is reaching down to us. This is why Jesus is so important because he came down from heaven to do for us what we could not do for ourselves. And that is bring us to God. God is perfect and holy we are separated from him by our sins. No matter how hard we try, we cannot erase the stain of sin by ourselves, but by the death and resurrection of Christ. He did it for us. If that doesn't get you excited, I need to check your pulse. Jesus came to seek and to save you who were lost. 
But please know, once we came into a relationship with Jesus Christ, that was not the end of his pursuit. We'll talk more about that in the next devotional. But today, I want you to think about how you ought to respond to God's pursuit of you. Maybe you're listening today and your soul is lost meaning you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Well, today can be the day that you surrender and start a relationship with him. Click on the link in the notes if you want to make that life-changing decision. Or maybe you already have a relationship with God. That's awesome, but let me ask you a question. When is the last time you remembered that you were lost and then found? How often do you think about the pit that you were redeemed See, the gospel message is not only for the non-believer to hear, but it's for the believer to be reminded of the goodness of our Lord. May we all be like David in Psalm 103, verse 2, where he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Verse 4 says, Who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. I told you earlier that I lost my keys to my rental car, right? Well, my friends and I searched all night and eventually we had to stop. Well, the next morning, I walked back to my rental car that I left in the parking lot overnight. And as I was walking up to the car, I saw something dangling from the outside of the car. My keys had been left in the door overnight in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. My car could have been easily stolen. I've never replaced a rental car before, but I can only imagine the penalty I would have to pay. Now my story pales in comparison to the story about our souls being lost and found and the penalty of which we were spared. My prayer is that you will never forget and become immune to the truth that Jesus came to seek and to save you. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your pursuit of us. May we never forget the pit you rescued us from. Would it cause us to give you the worship you deserve and tell the world about how you are a great big God. In Jesus' name, amen.